Hi, this is Maury Moreland Morrison, here to tell you GEICO has more than just great savings. Much more. GEICO's been around for more than 75 years, back when they were using Morse code. Sorry, that's just my sense of humor. What's more, with GEICO, you get 24-7 access to licensed agents on the app, online, or over the phone, so you can talk to them at night or in the morning. So forevermore, just know that no other auto insurer has more more than GEICO. More power to you. GEICO. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. Love Talk Radio. You're the one that's ready? Yeah. You sure about that? Hello, everybody, and welcome to RU Instant Reaction Review. I am your host, RUScreening.com's own Mark Eastman, and with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And uh, this week, kind of a lot to do. Do we? And, uh, well, in a way. way. I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) Uh, No, we have nothing to do, but I'm not going to say that, right? I have to say lots to do, right? Right. Uh, So now we've got Woman in Gold, uh, which uh, maybe not the highest priority movie we would normally see, except that uh, nothing else really came out. And uh, Ex Machina did did not uh, open wide yet. It's. I think it's only in New York and L.A. Yeah. I could be wrong about that, but I think it's Pretty just limited. there this week. Yeah. So, uh, you know, hopefully next week. Right. That is what. But then it may have some competition. Um, yeah. So other than that, I also wanted to talk about um, Daredevil. Uh, right. Maybe yeah. even tonight's Game of Thrones. Yep. Coming back. Sure. And we got a couple of questions. Um, I love the questions. We got. We, we got one question. Uh-oh. So actually, we got three different email idea things uh, to talk about. Okay. Uh, one of them, <laughs> because we have hinted at this to various degrees on different occasions, uh, we got a question about uh, Stephen King. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, we've kind of... I I'm can't, a little surprised we don't get more of those. I, I can't even, because, I can't even but... remember at this point if uh, we have come right out and... Uh, been really open about the connection, but I know we that I, I know that we've at least hinted at it. Right. But anyway, so the question is uh, about the Dark Tower series, yeah. which is in the news again uh, now because Sony wants to take their crack at it yeah. because because it's their turn. God I think bless. really. I mean, yeah, I, I <laughs> just, uh, yeah. There's a line. There's a cue. It's like the guys all waiting to dance with the pretty yeah, girl. It's, so. everybody, yeah. Everybody will hold on to that for a few years, <laughs> and then it'll be somebody else's turn, right. and uh, pretty soon it'll be like DreamWorks Animation's turn. And uh, right. Yeah. The and Pixar who, version is going to be awesome. Exactly. Who knows what will happen? Uh, then we got... <laughs> that would be actually really funny. Then we got another question, um, like a further question about uh, when we were talking about James Bond and Idris Elba, yep. uh, the whole thing. And we got another question. Um, actually, we've gotten this a couple of times, so it's not like I want to attribute it to like one person because we've we've gotten some emails. After that show, we got a few emails. And basically, I guess, more solidify our position, which I thought we were pretty solid on that. But <laughs> we can we can go over it again, I guess. But, uh, you know, we got a few questions. Now we got a couple last week. We had some trickle in the whole time since we did that show where we talked about it. Yeah. And it was really kind of like, I guess, what exactly is the line? Tell me exactly the line. You right. know, you guys, uh, we, kinda... we said some stuff about like, so I think this would be too far, and I think this would not be too far, right? And blah, blah and I don't know how to exactly nail down the line, but anyway, um, so we'll talk about that a little bit, and okay. then now here's a uh, interesting thing. Maybe we have been getting emails, and you know, they're they're a little few and far between, and you know, we're not going to answer every email or address every email, but we've gotten quite a few by now. Uh, where we have gotten some people emailing us with the counter argument to <clears throat> the ratings first. So, wow. oh, so I, I want to hear this. So I think I think what we might ultimately do. It's not like there's really a lot to talk about there. Actually, <laughs> it's just, just I've already talked about man. it right just by saying yeah. it. I've I've done all the talking there is. We have ever since we changed. You know, every once in a while we would get one. You know one a week or something, someone right. would say, 
you know, I don't know. I think you should do it at the end or or whatever. Right. And now all of a sudden we've started they've started to come in more. But see, the people on the other side, they're not saying anything anymore. Right. So, it's so a, that's not fair because yeah, they've, they've gotten yeah. their way. So right. they're not emailing <laughs> us. So I was thinking what I might do is uh, like put up a poll on the website cool. for uh, like a couple of weeks yeah. and uh, see if anybody even bothers right. to if show up for it or yeah, whatever. That's cool. And uh, and so maybe we'll do, but we you know we got some I guess like kind of convincing arguments I thought there were a couple oh, of emails where, um, you know especially because it has become our joke that yeah. we talk up movies and then hate them right. or we hate them Not and then purpose. say eight <laughs> or you know not on purpose though right uh, it just happens to be the way it goes and. So I guess people have, you know, sort of cited that and said, you know, since you do it, it's more <laughs> right. fun to try and figure out what you're going to do. Right. I mean, oh, well. sometimes we will just say flat out, like, I hated this movie, but here are some good things about right. it. But, <laughs> yeah. but a lot of times, uh, you know, we do kind yeah. of uh, go on and on about, so know. this is a good thing, this is a good thing, yeah. uh, too. Right. <laughs> and then, and uh, so I guess, uh, you know, we'll we, we've gotten some people to write in and say, you know, you should do it the other way. You should. Uh, well, it's interesting. The first year we did that way. Right. And the second year we kind of gradually switched over. And, and yeah, you know, we uh, listened to a bunch of people we'll who middle, wrote it. That's you know, right. right. We'll, uh, then we won't even do it at all. You just tell us. <laughs> exactly. You know. That that would be good, actually. We just have, uh, and then. If it would you, be so confusing because if you If you like. want to find out, you have to go to the. To the website. We'll tell you on the website. This, this is annoying. Is. You know, you like uh, – not that you I'll, don't like. I'll make that part of the poll. I like I – like, <laughs> uh, that man, that's going to be great. I like Metacritic. You like Rotten Tomatoes, but it's not like we dislike the other. It's just we often go to them. And it's fans just where of the you show, go first. Just fans of the show to be know, that way. Um, right. It's interesting because Metacritic gives a grade even in absence of a grade. So if, if someone doesn't give right. stars or a number, right. they take the tone of the email uh, of the message and in their post – they kind of say, look, this sounds like a six. Right. And sometimes right. it's interesting to not see it. It would be funny if we didn't give our review. We did the we we gave our review, no grade though. And at the end of the show, we're like, okay, we'll see you next week. And at the start of the next show, we're like, okay, so right. I, I was really like a four. Right. And then now this week will be the. I mean, I, and I then, don't know how. Like, you know, how rot, Rotten Tomatoes. Like, Rotten Tomatoes. Once in a while, you will run into the same thing. And now yeah. I do go to Rotten Tomatoes, but I got to tell you, I don't read very many critic reviews. Right. I don't know if you're not supposed to say that when you're a critic or something, but like for, like for every but... movie, I, you know, I have like my five or six people. Yeah. Like, right. you know, maybe most people do. I don't know. Maybe people only have their one person or whatever. But I have like my five or six people. And every once in a while, there will be a movie where I will look through Rotten Tomatoes and say, I just have to see what a bunch of these people are saying. Right. And especially, you know, sometimes they're little weird blurb will yeah. kind of hook me and then I'll yeah, read right. a lot of them and Rotten Tomatoes will get the same sort of weird thing sometimes where when you're on Rotten Tomatoes uh, you know you you give the star rating or you give like the fresh or you know right. you know whatever however it works out right yeah but you'll go look at somebody's review and you'll go okay so they're they have a fresh right and then you go read the review and it'll be like two out of five stars <laughs> right and you go well wait a minute right how did like, that happen yeah how is it, so how is it fresh so sometimes right. that you know gets a little weird there yeah. too but anyway so so that's the thing people have written it so yeah. uh i'm going to put a poll up on the on the site and we'll see what happens and we'll with try that. it and you and, know what uh, uh, or just email us right. and, and, Tweet, and chime face. in yeah. because this is like the opportunity for the People who right. at one point told us to do it at the beginning, but anyway, so um, there there have been quite a few messages. So, looking, so finally, I said, okay, I have to address the fact that there are. Yeah, and we'll be looking here. specifically for some of you. Like, was it? And this is funny. I can't remember his name. Is it Darren? Who I think called us out for saying it fifteen minutes for in the, we for it. the time. Frame you've got thing, to, right. You're listening live, or you're listening later. You've got to be a voice. And the and the recent group of three or four that listen together as a group, right. those guys got to chime in. Like, I'm calling you guys out. I want to hear. Like, that'll be fun. Right. So don't leave us hanging. We're just going to do what we want. Yeah, and we'll probably exactly. do what we want anyway. And then you never guys mind. Might, you guys might unanimously vote. I might just decide that funny. I like the idea right. good now, and I want to switch back, and <laughs> right. I'll just do it, and then that'll right. be that. Um, anyway, yeah. Anyway, uh, well, I, cool. I personally, email, so. I personally think it's better to have it at the end. 
which is why we started doing that well, it's when weird. we started look, out because I, I said this yeah, is what I, I like. And I remember a few people that had said, look, anytime – you know, and I and I thought this too. Anytime you look at a review, you always look at the rating first. And right, you read. it's just there. You so see you, it first. You, you know ahead of time they think seven out of ten, and then you read the review. You don't just right. read. You don't cover it with your hand, and then you read it. And then you go like, okay, I guess it's a six, and you pull it. You know, right. You know ahead of time, and I thought that which which is why actually a lot of really popular critics yeah. don't give ratings anymore. Right. They they, they want you to read their work because because they don't they don't right. want it there. They're like you right. know uh, they look at the website hits or you right. know whatever it is that they look at and they go well okay i had all these people read my review for five yeah. seconds right <laughs> and find out what my rating is right anyway uh so now um i think we should just do uh i guess all the stuff so sure. um i guess we've got the the james bond thing uh i i don't i don't really know exactly how to I guess I can make that more solid. Do I, I guess. guess I guess in a way, do you think that you know Elba could be James Bond? I think for me personally, like I said, since this is the like I guess that's the line. Like, since, is he can he or can't he? You know since, what I mean? Since like not, this is the thing, because I thought we did a good job on this, uh, but I did I did too. But I guess not. that's um, okay. Maybe not. I, I guess it's like it's it's really kind of like moving out from James Bond. Like, where's the thing? I mean, I, you know, for me, like I said at the beginning, I'm not sure. So this is like, I have no lines because right. because this is what I said last time is I'm not sure if James Bond is where I want to draw the line. Right. I'm not sure if James Bond is the character that you have to say no. I think there is some line somewhere, right? Like right. like I said uh, when we did this before, if you get into real historical people and you start mixing up what race there is, I think that's gone wrong. Uh, I think that's weird. Uh, I mean – Maybe it's maybe a lot of other people think there's nothing wrong with it. I think it's a little weird if you start having, um, you know, and in any direction. I mean, whether it's a person who historically is white or a right. person who historically is Chinese, if you know you start switching that all around, I think that's weird. I, I think that's just gone wrong. If you start making a movie. Uh, uh, that takes place in China about um, you know emperor whoever in in China at whatever making a period piece, and all of a sudden there's like a whole mix of races playing all the characters. Yeah. I think that's gone wrong. I think yeah. that's I think that's weird. So the question is exactly where is the line when you're talking about mythical people, right? Right. People, <laughs> um, yeah, no historic it's not like you're casting a small Chinese midget to be and, Abraham Lincoln. And it's it's really hard for me to figure out if there is an exact place that I can it, it's like pornography, you know. <laughs> it's like I don't okay. I don't know that I can I write out the explanation, but I know it when it's wrong, <laughs> right? Like yeah. when it's when like when I see it, it and it's it, wrong, yeah. I go, "Yep, that's, that's it." it. <laughs> right? Like for me, I think one that I kind of stands out is Sherlock Holmes. Uh, I feel like Sherlock Holmes is just white, and he should just be white, and white people should play him, and that's just all there is. But then I try and think, what if like the first Sherlock Holmes book came out this year, and now we right. were making a movie? Right. Well, we're not like really deeply entrenched in anything now. Uh, as to whether he is or isn't, I mean, as soon I guess as soon as the author writes it down, right. then he is. Right. And, and you know, I think a lot of the problem for me in the whole discussion is whether it's a firmly established character or it's a brand new character. If you're taking something from a, a book and you're taking some character that people know, if the person writes it. If somebody comes out with this hot new book, right, right now, and it's a black character, yeah. and they start making the movie, and everyone and and they want to have a, a white person play that character, I mean, everyone would explode, right? Right. And if you reverse it, people go, yeah, why can't a black person play that character? And I don't like that. Yeah. It's not even really for me that I care whether or not we're switching the characters. I just don't like that attitude. Right. You know, I don't like that. It's, right. uh, it's, it, it, it's one theory if we're doing things in one direction and it's a totally different theory if we're doing things in another direction. Right. Uh, you know, but I still don't know that I know where to draw an exact line. 
And you then you start mixing in things like comic book characters and, you know, right. I mean, you've got like female Thor and you've got right. <laughs> whatever. I think that really like at the end of the day, especially since the James Bond movies are so crazy, I I just feel like even if it's not Idris Elba, I feel like most of the James Bond stories, like I said before, are like, why don't you make this somebody else, right? And if you want to have if, – if you really want him to play this guy, right. why can't you just not make it Bond anyway? Right. You're, just a you're not making a Bond right. movie in the first place, right. whoever right. plays him. Right. So right. I don't know. I, I don't know that I have a line, yeah, an exact line. I, I don't know that I can – You know, I haven't listened to the podcast we did this on, but it was – I think three weeks ago. I haven't re-listened to it. So I don't really, re- I know what my position is, but I don't know what I fully said there. I might just say the same thing. It's it's pretty easy to me. It's If there's a James Bond film that comes out and they've got Russell Brand as James Bond, I, I, I'm going to go to that reluctantly. You know, I just, I don't right. buy that. But if, if Elba is Bond, if Daniel Craig is Bond, if someone else is Bond, like a James Bond movie does not make or break my year of happiness or, or right. contentment. If they try Elba as Bond and it works, then great. We've maybe progressed forward a bit. I don't have any problem with letting him do it just because he's not white. Right. But I also don't think, like you, on, on, on a different level, I just don't think we should do it just because. Like, now we have to have, you know, Jackie Chan do it or, who, right. or whomever, just because it's always been white and we want to shake it up and get, you know, if that's what right. you're making the decision for, then I'm not for it because I want you to be true to the project. And if you genuinely think that, that Elba is the best guy for it and would bring something really cool to the role, then cast him, film it, release it. And let's see. Right. Cause I remember how many bond fanatics went nuts that Daniel Craig was cast cause he was blonde and he didn't look like what they thought James Bond looked like, despite all the other Bonds not wholly looking exactly the same. Right. Could argue Pierce Brosnan and Dalton look kind of the same, and maybe a less haggard thirty-year, you know, version, younger version than Roger Moore might have looked when he was Bond. But anyway, right. they, you know, but he dyed his hair and he was great, and he's done some of the best Bond films in a long time, and then everyone shut up about it. You know, it, that's my point. You know, I guess that's where I'm at, which is I'm not inherently against the whole idea. I'm actually kind of for it as long as he's got a good screen test and as long as he understands what he's doing. And maybe the story is going to bring something new to the table. I'm not opposed to it, but don't just do it for the sake of doing it Right. You know, in that mind. Because what I am opposed to, strangely, is, you know, it's too late to fix these things. But don't remake Footloose. Don't remake The Karate Kid. Don't. <laughs> Put your kid in a fantasy film, you know, because you want to put a new thing forward or you want to propagate your kid as like the next big thing. That I'm absolutely against. Don't redo those films because they don't need to be done. You're on a whole other topic. I know. You better stop me because I'll get if I when I start bringing up the Karate Kid. Right. It's over. But I mean, that's that's basically. I I think it also. I I think it also depends. It's really hard to get this line. Like, uh, like I said, we got several emails that are like, exactly what's the rule? And I. I think that's doubly hard, especially like you were just saying, uh, and I think we both kind of were saying, uh, and I'm probably a way bigger James Bond fan than than you are, especially like, think, uh, you know, I love all the older James Bonds, yeah. and, and I really have like a thing with them, you yeah. know? So I'm kind of closer to them, but I think it's like, you know, you can't make a rule like that because every franchise right. kind of is different. Yeah. Uh, you know, I can see a lot of franchises where it's like, whatever. I mean, right. it's Who not it's it? not really yeah. like a, a big thing. And it's, yeah. you know, James Bond kind of just stands right. out. He's been around He's been forever, forever right? in this movies. Right? Plus years now, right? So, yeah, it's insane. Uh, so I guess that's our uh, non-helpful <laughs> discussion. And if we have that. to go over it again, we right. can do that. Yeah, we can have a Elba, an Elba, Idris Elba. We'll have him, of we'll have him on just let's before the on. movie comes yeah, out. Yeah, let's just ask him. Right. We'll ask him what he thinks. Do you think you could do it? The dog, <laughs> that clearly, would be the dog no. is clearly for it. So. Uh, okay, and we got uh, something else. What did I just say that we had to talk about? Um, <laughs> we got another email of uh, maybe not. I don't think, there, I think there were Daredevil. three. You want to I think talk there about were three? It. There were three email things. Yeah, there was the the ratings, the bond, and I don't know. Someone text us. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. We'll, we'll remember at the end. Uh, yeah, maybe we will. Um, anyway. 
Yeah. So, uh, Daredevil. This, this proves that we don't have like production that, notes that, that we just we're, sit down and we're we start going. Yeah. yeah, we are useless. Uh, so, Daredevil. Now, Daredevil. Um, I kind of wanted to talk about Daredevil a bit anyway, yeah. and uh, because it's huge, right. kind of. Um, just but, came out. But did big, you watch any of it tonight? <laughs> so no. Tonight, no, <laughs> no. Tonight's okay. My, tonight's my Daredevil catch up. Yeah, that figure. So, and I'm going to watch them so all. So you're no help. I'm now, not going to sleep at all. Uh, you know, I'm not going to do like a full-on review of uh, Daredevil, but I do have to say, I mean, first of all, it's really kind of awesome. How many have you watched? Did you watch more since we I talked? have, at this point, I think watched like six. Wow. So you're um, halfway through. Oh, it was the maybe, Dark Tower. Maybe. That's what we I'm were going to sure. talk about. Oh, yeah, the Dark Tower. Okay, yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Yeah, I know you had all your pencils out for notes on Daredevil, but right. now we're, <laughs> we'll switch gears. Right. So the question we had about the Dark Tower yeah. basically is – That's funny we forgot the Dark Tower. Uh, yeah. and, and it's kind of funny, and I guess we kind of got this question just purely based on I, – I mean it was being talked about, but right. just anyway. purely like – so you said that you're somehow connected. Yeah. Not that it matters because the question has nothing yeah. to do with connection. Right. Which I think is awesome. It's funny to link it and then abandon um, But I think the thing is that at some point, and it must have been a long time ago because yeah. I don't I don't really remember it I clearly. Do. I do. Um, I said something about uh, I just think you can't really do it. Yeah. And so now it may it. be coming again. Yeah. And and clearly – the history is behind me on this. You can't right. you can't make it happen oh, anyway. Okay. Yeah. That's a different question. Oh, but whether or not that way. whether or not you can get it to happen. Right. I think um so apparently I said something about it being uh impossible. kind of impossible yeah. or something like uh I'm not sure what they're going to do with it. Right. And now I have to admit it's been a long time since I read the first Dark Tower book yeah. and I haven't really like read them over and over or anything, but uh, the first three I love. Yeah. And uh, then there, actually, I don't even remember. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember the exact history of it. There, yeah. uh, which book we stopped at. Like there was a stopping point, and then he didn't write anymore for a really long time. It was. It was Blaine and, the Mono when he was on the train. And then stopped right, for a right, long right. Time. And then finally, and that's the finally, the he was one. like, okay. I'll do it, and and he yeah. and he did some more. And I got to tell you, I don't like any of the. You didn't like any of the later ones. I don't like yeah. any of the later ones. Um, <laughs> they just, you know, they just weren't the same thing. Yeah. Um, but the first three were awesome. Yeah. I, I, I love those books. Yeah. Uh, the first three of them, I thought were great. Yeah. And I think it would be good to bring it out yeah. uh, to make into a movie, not because I think it'll be a good movie. <laughs> But just because uh, people will shut up about just it. because people will you know start yeah. uh, saying you know wearing T-shirts that say like you forgot the face of your father and right. stuff like yeah. that and oh, it'll yeah. be all Those are awesome. whatever right um, because I like I like the books yeah and uh, and then I'll get a T-shirt so right. that right. I'm all set right <laughs> yeah um, right. I think it's going to be really hard to make into a movie yeah um, you at you at least have I guess the idea that you can do like a lot of flashbackiness yeah. where he's uh, thinking about his father and, right. and growing up and and uh, having his falcon or hawk or David, whatever yeah. whatever it is and 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 there <laughs> are these parts that you could easily turn into flashbacks but for the first book especially and like I said I haven't read it for a long time but the way I remember it uh, it, there's a lot of just him thinking, and I'm like a lot of desert. I'm like now it's now it's a big giant book. Yeah. So if you trim down enough of it, you get to probably an amount that you could turn into a movie anyway. Right. Yeah. Except that you kind of you need all that stuff for the other stuff to make any sense. So it's got to be in there somewhere. Yeah. But most of it is there's so much of that book that is just him thinking it's about stuff. stuff yeah. So I'm like. How the yeah. hell does that happen? We've seen we've seen some films lately that had that too, where we were like, "There's a lot of internalizing, a lot of monologue." Right. The stuff, uh, and they they the, managed to pull it off. The latest Hunger Games. Right. Was an was an incredible amount of in her head action. You right. know, Katniss was just in a room thinking, right. and and they still found a way to to do it. And you know, there'll be some creative stuff to it. Uh, I know for a long time. I think it's just going to be. Well, do you, you know, the thing that they're talking about now about it is that instead of doing a series of movies like the Potter films or the 
you know, the Tolkien stuff. Right. That they'll do a combination of things. There'll be a movie and then there'll be a series. And then there'll also be a series. You know, and there might be, and and I think, you know, people have had their druthers about certain things, about whether it could be on regular cable, you know, like an AMC thing, or if it had to be an HBO thing because of the violence and the, the language and the nudity and whatever, what have you. Hopefully they'll throw all kinds of stuff in. It would probably be a movie and then 12 or 13 episodes and then another movie and then a few. You know, it wouldn't be a full season. Some, some sort some of. Some abbreviated yeah, thing. Right. You think that is the way to go? Or you think they should just do movies? Or do you think it should just be a series? I, I think. Like, what do you. I think your, the whole thing is very tricky. And I think, you know, this is actually kind of interesting because we can mix our Daredevil in here. I think that the best shot you have of doing something decent with it is a, is a series. Like, it. Turn, turn it into a Man, TV show like TV a, like a changed so much. like a Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's just changed kind so of much. Thing. And now everything is open to and, all and you know it's it's funny because Daredevil just came out and it's so much better as a TV show. Now the Ben Affleck movie is uh, horrible for lots of reasons, right? Um, at least I think so. But I think that Daredevil is kind of tricky to get everything you want to really say about him. Into yeah. just one movie right. runtime, and still get to have all this action and you know stuff. You have to yeah. you have a certain amount of time in a movie that you have to allot for, you know, some sort of. Right. I mean, it's a superhero ish yeah. movie. You got to have this much time doing this, right. and then you've got to fit in all this other stuff that you want to say about him and do with him and all this stuff. And I think it works a lot better as a TV series. Yeah. More to explore, right? Where, where like, you, there's where all you kinds just, of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and there's and you can you know you can do stuff with the side characters better, but I think like uh, Game of Thrones has proven, if nothing else, that you can you can take a really cinematic theory. And make it into a series. And a, yeah. a series of tomes that you could kill a person if you drop the book on their head. Right. You know, these are enormous books. Right, right. And you can make something clearly very popular. Like, you know, like you said, it's very cinematic, very meaty. You know, there's, it's not just style and substance fighting for each other. It's both. Like, there's all right. kinds of stuff. So, And, and it's on HBO, which... Uh, you know, for a lot of people is probably even harder to understand. I mean, it's kind of hard to wrap your head around HBO spending this much money making this, making the show. And right. it kind of seems like at, on the one hand, they don't exactly get anything out of it. They don't have yeah, commercials. Right. No, no you, selling. You, you pay for your subscription, whether that's on or not. Right. And it's like uh, they, 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 just, they just sell enough T-shirts. I mean, that, Martin uh, has to take a ton of stuff. I got, I got to, I got to tell you though, the it, you know, if you go to, if you try to buy merchandise for a TV show, yeah, there's only so much stuff you can get, right? right? Right. If you go to the HBO shop saying for Game of Thrones, like you can decorate your whole house, you could have your right. entire wardrobe. Yeah. They've yeah. got everything in the universe you well, could ever imagine that you can yeah. buy for the show. And they're very smart about, you know, angling it too. It's like that whole, you know, I don't remember Team Jacob or Team Twilight. <laughs> right, I don't remember right, anything right, existing right. like that before that. That was a right. real smart, as much as I don't like the stuff that it's based on, that was a real smart marketing play. Right. Now you got the house of Lannister, you, you've got every got, different you know, house, all these different right. eagles and dragons. Everything and in the, everything in the like, world you can buy, you can get one of each different and house. If you're, and if you're if you're if you're of that avenue that likes that series, man, it, you can't buy enough. Like there's so many things to participate in. Right. And it's not it, it's not a mistake that, you know, Harry Potter had the houses and then you got different colors for I mean, you could right. do everything and it's just over and over again. So I don't know, maybe I don't, you know Yeah, I don't know. I, I've seen them I've seen them come up a few times with the Dark Tower and it gets real close and then something just weirdly doesn't fall into place. It's right. it's really it's really peculiar to see why it tumbles away. Every everything they've done before so far has like moved really slow. Yeah. Uh, for one thing, <laughs> and that's hard to do in itself. Right. I mean, there's only so slow you can go with a project. Yeah. And it seems like anyway, the past it's been with two at least different studios yep. before. And HBO was one of them. And uh you know. it was you know, nobody ever ever said, "Okay, look, Go. 
Right. Like with Game of Thrones, right? Nobody just sat there for a long time and said, I don't know, let's hold on to this for a really long time and move really slow with it. Because as soon as you start doing that, it's like now all of a sudden the director, some of the directors are in and out. The people writing it are in and out. The producers are in in and out. And then you have a new producer. He doesn't like that script anymore that you, (laughs) you know, whatever. I mean, but it's just the longer the process. Yeah. The more opportunities there are for things to, yeah. you know, get sidetracked and everything. I don't know, and I don't know that Sony is necessarily the company that I go. Oh, yeah. Well, obviously that would be right. Look at what know. they did with Spider-Man. You know, this is their. Who who knows? Yeah, you know, I don't it, know. It's going to be one of these things that's like probably going to have to cross a few things. It, every once in a while, you'll see like Paramount and Sony do something together because they want to split the. I mean, right. it, it just seems like it's too big for one house. Although it, I thought for a while like, that I thought HBO was going to do it. I thought right. they really had the ability to do it, and they were testing the waters with The Wire and The Sopranos and Oz and all these things that were adult-oriented. And now, obviously, Game of Thrones is the thing. Right. It, it's the it's the monolith. You know. And even big. like uh, Boardwalk Empire, which wasn't all the, wasn't right. as huge, but it was right. pretty big. But it was adult and serious. Yeah. And, you know, whatever. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I think if if it's just a movie, I really feel like. It, it would have to be so long, too. Yeah. It's like, first of all, I don't know how you're going to film it. And second of all, it would be too long, which yeah. doesn't make sense, yeah. <laughs> the two of those together. But yeah. I, if it comes out as a movie, it's either going to be awesome or it's really, really going to suck. Yeah. <laughs> I, you, someone could argue that Star Wars was one that did it successfully. I don't really think anybody did it. And one could argue that X-Files did not, that it was a popular TV show that went right. to movies and didn't kill in movies. I love you know, those films, but, you know, one of these times, if it's not the Dark Tower, someone's going to do it. It's going to be a TV show and a film at the same right. time, and, and it will set a new precedent, you know, and we're going to see these things all over the place. Maybe. And then it'll be, uh, you know, maybe they should go that uh, and a video game at the same right. time. Well, I just, That's I happened it, a couple it times. Just, it should just be a radio drama, you know, bring back the old days. So. That that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Those are those are not unpopular anymore. No. Actually, I love those, them. those are starting to I come back pretty good. All kinds of great uh, Good podcasts. luck with that. Anyway, yeah. uh, so. Daredevil. So, uh, like I said, I, <laughs> I don't want to say a whole bunch of it except go watch it. Right. Everyone listening, go watch it right now. Um, but, you know, the the thing that's really cool about it is, you know, like we were saying, you could take all this time. But the thing that is, I think, really cool about it, surprisingly cool about it, is that it is so far, anyway, so willing to just really stick to the comic book and yeah. the way he is and the mostly the way the other people are uh all the all the surrounding characters um i have to say i don't really remember if they're super accurate in those characters <laughs> yeah, right well. it's not like i read daredevil all the time or anything right but daredevil basically is a odd duck kind of a superhero person yeah he's a weird guy and he is um you know massively fixated on his moral code. Right. Except that it's a little bit different of moral code for a lot of reasons that they tell you about, um, you know, the way he grew up, what happened to him when he was little, going blind. Right. Uh, You know, his, his dad's a boxer and, and when he loses dad and then uh, after at like episode, like five or six or something, we, uh, finally see stick for a little while mm-hmm. and that whole, you know, craziness. And, and then he had to, you know, have that for a little while in his childhood and right. the whole thing. And so he's got this, uh, very, you know, I think cool, just if for no other reason, just because it's different, you know, he's got this cool sort of morality that's, uh, you know, almost, Wolverine in a way, you yeah. know, like he's uh yeah. he he he's got good and bad, but then also he doesn't care about certain aspects of what other people think right. is good and bad. <laughs> and and it's really cool to you know, see that play out. I mean, it's like he wants to save everyone, he wants to save the city. He knows there are these certain really bad people, but uh and he he does have this not killing people thing. Right. 
but he's not afraid to not kill people <laughs> in some very unhappy ways, right? right? I mean, it's not just necessarily beating everybody up and uh, you know tying them up and hanging them by a rope so that the police can come with a note on them, like yeah. old Batman cartoon <laughs> things, right? I mean, he's serious about it, you know, and and he. And they actually talk about it and have him yeah, talk about it, cool. and and it's it, it's really really good show. When we have more time to talk about stuff, it'd be interesting to talk about at least in some way, like because we were saying this when we were waiting for Women in Gold, Woman in Gold to start, which is, is it better or worse that it's released all at once and you can devour it? And now you got to wait, you know? Right. If, it, if it's as exactly. good as you said, look, we watched we watched Woman in Gold yesterday. And at that point, you said you thought you were three episodes in. You thought you might be four, but you thought it was. Oh three. yeah, I came home. And so either way, you came home sure. and watched two or three. So oh, it's, yeah. it's good I, enough to. to I'm get a, to. I'm absolutely getting through this like as fast as I possibly can. Yeah, and can. you're not the kind of guy that if something's good, if something's not good, you're like, well, I got to finish it. You're like, I got other stuff to do. Right. So it says a lot to me that you know you you like that stuff and that it it must be good to keep you going, whether it stays that way for the right. rest. Who knows? But if it is good. We were joking about is it better to have it parsed out weekly so that you have to right. hang around and then you've got a little bit of time or you can just dive in and get it all done and now you got like nine months you got now wait. you have to so wait forever that to is get that is more. interesting right. I am as interested in pop culture as I am in the way people consume pop culture right. and it's just a different world now yeah you know? it's it's because so, you can just wait and it's so weird it's really, cool. really. So, and it's, I and I wonder also whether I'm going to just devour it and right. I suspect I will. Or maybe I'll try to hurt myself and pace myself and, you know, right. be real, like, judicious. I, I, I will it. say this, too. I want to uh, give a little bit of a, a realistic, I don't know, I can pretend that I'm sort of reviewing it. Uh, the other thing is the dialogue is really good in it, which oh, I wonder who's been writing it is tricky-ish. But the dialogue is very cool. <laughs> when we start getting into uh, James Gandolfini and Kingpin and all that yeah. stuff... He's very odd, but it's still, you know, it's well-written. The things people say are not, you know, hokey right. lines of superhero things. Yeah. And uh, it really kind of pulls you in even more. Mm-hmm. And the final thing that I'll say about that is um, most of the episodes, not every single one, but most of the episodes, they end really cool. Yeah, that's important. They end like... Yeah it's a foregone conclusion that you have to just keep watching the next episode. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they, they end great. I can't remember. It'll be nice to see something do that. I, I still, and I said it was just recently that one of the greatest shows for how a structure of stuff could keep you hanging on was lost. Lost started. Every right. episode started kind of interesting, but you wanted to see the last 50 seconds of any episode because it right. was impactful, you know, and it kept you there next week. So right. that's really cool. Okay, um, and then Game of Thrones comes out, and we don't, Night, right? we don't have time it. to talk about that. Yeah. Anyway, um, I will say... But the dragons uh, are coming. There's no point in saying anything about Game of you're Thrones gonna anyway, it except you're that uh, <laughs> tonight tonight's episode is pretty cool, so right. you should watch that. Um, anyway, uh, so Woman in Gold. Woman in Gold. And we really better just uh, jump out with our ratings. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I, you know, I say this a lot... <laughs> About wanting yeah. to give stuff more or less or whatever. And I kind of want to give this more, but I can't give it more than a seven. Huh. Okay. Uh, I, I, I want to. That's funny. I want to be able to give it more, but there were some things about this movie that just really kind of brought it down for yeah. me. So yeah. uh, <clears throat> I won't even start reviewing it right now, but uh, I'm a seven. There's so many good components to the film, and there's so many good performances within the film. And the film does all the right things at all the right times, more often than not. Not not perfectly. Yet, there's a weird cohesion thing that doesn't happen there for me. I'm at seven, and I thought I was going to be at eight and a half when we were watching it. Right. But it, it slowly didn't know how to keep what it was doing continually on, you know. And... And it was really interesting because it reminded me of a couple other films that we've seen. So, I mean, most most obviously, it just it feels so much like Philomena. Yeah, it's just like watching that again. I mean, it's and, interesting, and especially to watch. for uh, certain viewers, 
you know, there's only so many times you want to watch that. Movie. Right, right. So. But, but there, there's a real interesting, there's a real subtlety to what Helen Mirren is doing, and there's a complexity there, and I like, I like how she's handling the character. And it's nice to see Ryan Reynolds not be this guy he's always been in right. these films because he's cap- we've, we've had this discussion you know a lot, not too long ago he's capable of probably being a better actor than he's letting himself be right. he just wants to get cast in every National Lampoon Van Wilder film you know that kind of thing and he's better than that he he does you he does kind of seem like he wants to be in everything little like, yeah right. like he's almost scared that if he stops working for People a minute <laughs> somebody else will come that, who knows what but he's in everything but uh, throw this out really Quick, uh, since we're talking about Ryan Reynolds, uh, the voices either just yeah. came out last week or comes out. I think it just came out tomorrow I think, uh, or yeah. Tuesday. Because that's on my high it's list. Either, it either just came out or it comes out this week and on uh, on Blu-ray. Yeah. And man, if that wasn't just so a good, huh? Fantastic. You're, you're the one that so. kept that on my radar yeah. for so long. You know, he he's a little hit or miss in this film. Not often enough to really bring it down for me. The reason it's not a higher ranked film is is it treads a weird line. It tells this story about the now, and then it has these flashbacks to when Helen Mirren is a kid and she has to endure, you know, Nazi occupied areas. And what's really weird is the people that play that version of her life, her younger self and her husband and her family. Right, they're all amazing. They yeah. all do a great job. One of the things that kept really hurting the film for me is there's something intangibly missed in this film where we watch Ryan Reynolds and Helen Mirren live in the now. It's not even now. It's like early 90s when this really takes place. Right. It's like late 80s to early 90s 90s. or whatever because it takes a while. And that stuff happens and and they're good. They have a great dynamic and that story works and their scenes work very well. But then as she has flashbacks and she lives those flashbacks in in the movie, there's something that doesn't gel between it, them. It, if, if it doesn't connect It enough. really doesn't. Yeah, and, and as exactly. It, all by itself, the childhood stuff that she has is great. Yeah. And all by itself, the contemporary stuff is great. But when you start cutting it and then pasting it together, it, it never has an emotional gravity that keeps me interested. And in fact, it, it, it's not a brief thing. If I spend 20 minutes with contemporary versions of them i want that story to continue so much and then it breaks in a weird way and i i adjust you, you, and i get you ready go to back watch this you go back for no and I feel reason the same thing, right i feel the same thing for 20 minutes we were in the old and i'm like okay this is comfortable and they're doing well and then right. it, it's almost like they throw cold water on the audience and they don't know how to make it a gradual transition and it happens so much it pulled me out of the film enough so that i i was like Man, that really sucked because I'll tell you, man, and I don't know if you liked it or not, but near the end when uh, when they go to Vienna and they're having, you know, I won't give away, you know, as it is, but they, they have a big legal presentation and his speech there is so great. It's so really effective and powerful. And I'm like, God, this would have had so much more of an impact if you could have stayed with this. But I right. know that the story can't not flash back because we need to know why it matters. Right. What a conundrum. What a bitch of a thing that they made because I'll be damned, this could have easily been an eight and a half or a nine if there had been a way to make that whole thing feel better. Right. But I'm, I, I didn't know if you would feel that way too. That's, that's, that makes me feel better. That's exactly like, why That's exactly that's why I, I rated it lower. That's cool. I think – and you know, for me, the, the thing about the movie – and I guess we should say uh, quickly, you know, it's this whole um, – she fled Austria. The right. Nazis occupied Austria, stole all this stuff of hers right. and her families yeah. and, and whatever. And everybody, but and time, yeah. especially uh, this one, oh, right. this one painting, the, yeah. th- which was at one time in the Austrian National Museum, right. just as Woman in Gold. Right. Which it's actually her aunt, right. and it's her uncle commissioned uh, uh, the guy to paint Post it. Klimt, yeah, yeah, and. Uh, and it was in their house, and it was just their painting, and yeah. Uh, yeah. it was immediately like stolen and given to the um, to the Austrian National Museum, which right. I can't remember the name of. I can't. But it has some it, weird but, name. Yeah. Um, but anyway, and it had since then, uh, going up to the time when this happened, you know, become like this massive kind of national yeah. treasure thing. They call it that, like the Australian Mona Lisa. Like, right? like yeah, the one, the one yeah. guy at one point says it's the Mona Lisa of yeah, Austria. Right. So, you know, the Austrian government is not going yeah. to just give it up, whether <laughs> yeah. you have a, whether it's rightfully yours or not. Right. Even in spite of the fact that the Austrian government's whole big thing is like, 
they basically have this kind of national marketing campaign yeah. they're doing where they claim what they want to do is reunite right. Art all, all these all these things to their to their rightful owners. Yeah. They, this one not so much. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and you know they find out early on that its estimated value is like a hundred million dollars. Right. Um and and I mean it's all a true story and it's all what really happened in the whole right. thing. Right. And it's it's this massive struggle yeah. that she kind of, you know, hoodwinks Ryan Reynolds right. into accompanying her. And he, like, gets the bug more than her. And uh, it is – that's exactly why I rated it lower yeah. uh, as well because it's almost like they made both parts yeah. without actually having the idea of how to work them together. They yeah. just made them completely separately. And then it's like they just had, like, a stopwatch right. and said, yeah. okay, put some here. <laughs> exactly. Put, now it, it's been 15 minutes. Yeah. Put some more of that. And it just didn't work. And like you said, they both worked great in you themselves. You like the performances, right? Like there's no problem yeah, with them. I, They're really good. And not only that, the the thing that really hurts this movie for me is that all of the things that are supposed to be really powerful, yeah. it's like I could see through what I was watching to the theory yeah. and go – Yep, that's really good, and and you're doing it really good. Even you, yeah, you're you're yeah. doing it really well. Yeah, you're not getting out of it what you ought to. Right, because yeah. it Absolutely. just didn't come at, at the right place. They're even whether they're big or little, it's every it's moment so like that. horrible. There's uh, even it starts with there's a there's a point where Ryan Reynolds kind of breaks down and loses it. Yep. And uh, kind of has this whole like little self hatred thing going on because yeah. he was did it for the money, right? And right. now he feels horrible about the fact that he did it for the money. Yeah. Now that he went there and found out what was really happening, what right. he was really in the middle of, now he's got this whole like self loathing piece going on, and that doesn't have as much effect as no. it should. Yeah, that just seems like eh, you know I. I'd stub my toe walking right, in the dark right. or something. And then you go move on and you've got, like you said, you know, he gives this big speech. Yeah. Which ought to have so much more gravity to it. I mean, it's really good. Yeah, it is. It's it, written as really it well. Is. And he it's it's it. really good. It's just there's no emotion. But it should have so much more gravity to it yeah. because – now he's giving the speech, and he's the guy who felt bad. Right, yeah, right. But none of it worked before. Yeah. So when you get towards the end, and then you've got you know all of this part where we have to – you know, you have to have the – showing the past, and it all is supposed to just you know really hit you like a hammer when Helen Mirren – when they, when Helen Mirren finally gets to say like it, it doesn't matter because I right. left them. Right. And that scene was awesome. Yeah. And I, you know, I swear the two of them will have a hard time doing anything better. Yeah. And it still doesn't work it nearly as well work. as it should. And I don't. You, you know, can like see it there and go, yep, see, and they're doing a great job. Yeah. But all of that past stuff did not play out. And, you know, I think what the thing is really for me, I think there's just way too much of the past stuff. I do too. I don't think you need yeah. every piece that they have in there. Yeah. A lot of that you could kind of trim down or re rework it so that any given segment is not quite as long. Right. Because you're really only supposed to be kind of, you know, it, first of all, it's like, on the one hand, it's like, we get it. I, I mean, you right. just have to have the Nazis walk in the door and we know where we are, right? right? You right. don't have to, like, sell us the history of the world show me a starting from bad. zero, right? right? <laughs> show us that they're bad guys and right. they're unfair. You, you, and, don't, you, know. you don't have right. to give us everything in there. And it makes it go on too long yeah. and it makes it uh, – it almost becomes – it's weird – how uh, there are parts in the movie where you become less and less effectual at what you're trying to do because you keep doing it. Right. Like the, you know, the part, the worst part of this movie for me 
is when they're in the past and they're finally escaping. Yeah. Because they just escape forever. Right. And I'm like, you know, that's not what movie you're making here. Yeah. I don't need them to escape forever. Right. Okay. It was hard to escape, right? They escaped. They had to get on this thing. But then you've got all of a sudden you're making this really good movie that's one sort of movie, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like, okay, well, people are running away. So what has to happen is right. that you can't find the key yeah. and you just barely get out by like the skin of your teeth sure. right there and then you're running around. And then, you know, the you're standing <laughs> in line to get on the plane and then the people have to come so right. then we're even more scared. Right. It's like, dude, that's not what movie you're making no. here, right? There's yeah. not, you know, Freddy Krueger's not after him. Right. It's right. they just escaped from <laughs> And from it's frustrating. Austria. It's frustrating cuz there were and times that is long that part. That was that was a that, long part. Yeah, I agree. It's it's frustrating too cuz there were times when what they're doing is actually building something that later Helen Mirren needs in order to 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 figure out like when she as a kid remembers the Nazis coming in and and all the Austrians welcoming them, like right, saluting right. them and also throwing flowers at them. Like later she says like they were for it. They right. welcomed them in. We didn't we weren't invaded. We invited them. Like right. because later we need to understand why she just won't be as strong as she is when she's, you know, pushed into a corner. And that's awesome. But man, they just, I mean, you said it, you know, I mean, I said it and you said it, I can't agree anymore. You know, it's just, it would have been a totally different film and it would have been so much more powerful if there had been stuff that they had built upon properly. It just feels like a, a filmed version of a real loose and shaky Jenga, you know, that at any moment is just going to topple right. in the wrong way. I was trying to think, you know, Last night after I after I started thinking about the film, I was like, it, would it have been something so easy as to have fixed with, like, musical score? And I don't think so. And sometimes people think of musical score as being really ridiculous, like you don't really need it. Sometimes, you know, some of the greatest films are better because of a really subtle right. and easy musical score, you know. And I thought, I didn't notice the music at all in the film, you know. No, and, and I, I don't think that I there really, really was either. any... I don't think that that's as easy to say, like, if there was just a better musical score, but I, I think it's like what you said. You know, I think a better editing and a, and a more judicious editing of certain long parts that don't need to be there, just splice it better, and you have something different. You right. know, it's just right now, it just is fe it feels like as a rough draft of a film, you know, I watch this and I fill out my comment card for the studio and I go, it's great, but I don't care about anybody. Right. Like, you got to make it work better. Right. And, you know, I think... Because everything else is uh, working fine. Right. Yeah. I I think it's weird, too, you know, because you, you can't watch this movie if you've seen Philomena and not go, oh, my God, here we are again. Right. right? It's a it, it's yeah. the same same basic, you know, really is. theory, right, yeah. of, of what's going on. She's, you know, except that she's not trying to get one hundred and fifty no. million dollars worth yeah. of she art. Her song. <laughs> right. yeah. And we both love Philomena. Like, yeah, it was, cause that it was really good. Like and, you know, movie. that movie is. You know, if you watch these two back to back oh, or together, man. you yeah. can see exactly how every time we go in the past, we're going there for a very specific reason. Yeah, we're not spending our whole life there, and we're getting what we need out of going to the past yeah. so that we can get back to the present right. as fast as we can, right? And and, and yeah. move on with it. Yeah. And this one, you know, like I said, you need this. You need this kind of backstory stuff happening so that you can have some meaning to the fact that she says, you know, right. that she left them there. Right. Except, you know, we go in this movie and we just go and we just look around for a really long time. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of we're just wandering around her house looking at stuff. Yeah. And it's like, man, that is not... That's uh, not the movie you're you making know, either, right? Yeah. Every Everything is... Uh, you know, we want to show what her life was like before. We want to show what their house was like, that they had all this stuff, yeah. and, uh, you know, that her parents and how they lived and, you know, show her aunt a bunch of times right. and all this stuff so that we can show that they were really connected and everything. Yeah. And not only does it happen too long, but I actually don't get as much out of yeah. what you think you're, you're getting just by showing it for a really long time. I agree. You know? so, I agree. I didn't, uh, you know, because people like this stuff and it's weird how fast we're running out of time, but I didn't, I kind of thought we were going to see Ex Machina 
You know, so I didn't even see the preview for this. I don't right. know if the preview, and I still haven't seen it. I'll see it today. The preview's good, but I, I, I uh, the preview is the uh, very film. direct, yeah, and uh, it's it's not trying to fool anybody yeah. about anything. No. It's just uh, it's just the story, and I think with this movie, you know, they just knew. Yeah. Look, we're gonna get who we're gonna get. So right. it's just you know, it's very straightforward. Yeah. Uh, trailer that you get for this movie, and it uh, you know kind of wraps up the summary real fast, yeah. and there you are, yeah. and uh, and trying to fight. I love you know one of the things that I love about this movie though, and like and here we are again because we're right. just bagging on the movie like right. crazy, but it's a seven, it's a seven, so it's still, still good. it's still good. I mean, I good. I still had a good time with it, yeah, I and I, I was kind of surprised too because I, was surprised I didn't how much think I, liked it. I didn't think Ryan Reynolds was uh, going to be able to be. Uh, what what kind of word am I looking for here? As you know, kind of like subtle, yeah. Uh, like just playing, right. like kind of very regular. Yeah. You know, he doesn't have to uh, turn anything on, and right? Light things up or anything yeah, right, like that. He's right. just he's just very subtle. And then when he does get like the a little moment with punch, like um, I think this is in the trailer when he goes to the consulate and says we're suing oh, yeah. the austrian government you, you know you get something out of it because right. normally he's just, right he's you know, very reserved yeah and i i think that was great but yeah. um one of the best things that i like about this movie is probably one of the i guess sort of worst things in a way because one of the things that i love is what a complete ass that guy from the yeah from the austrian museum cool. yeah. is and you know even while I'm liking that he's that big an ass, yeah. I'm thinking, you know, I mean, maybe maybe that's how it was. Maybe he just was maybe a complete, was yeah. complete ass. But I don't know. I kind of have to doubt it yeah, that he was know. really just uh, it's really jerk yeah. about it yeah. and, and everything. You know, it's one thing to he's just – He's like a Dean Warmer. Like you just – you're looking it, at him and you're like, right. you're, you're a character it's, of a it's guy. One, it's one thing to say, yeah, no, you're not right. going to get it. And yeah. it's another thing to like try and rub this old lady's face right. in it, right? She's yeah. an old lady. Yeah. Who's, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I, I loved it, and it was weird that I – even while I was loving it, I was going, it's a little weird that I love this because it's a little goofy, <laughs> right? And then, it's, and then we, have to, we have to harp on him being a jerk all yeah, the time right. so, that, you know, so that she can give it to him at the right, end. Right. But, and wh- even that, that's like what you were saying too. Even that moment when he comes to her and tries to concede and get a concession from her. Man, you she should has get this more moment, out of you, that. That should be a haymaker. That should yeah. be a knockout punch, and it's just kind of like, eh. Yeah, it like is. Like later, I should have said this to him instead, but I did. You right. know, it's it's it falls flat. Yeah, I said I said when I was uh, when I was walking out, you know, that um, not to you. No, you don't talk to me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that uh, you know, uh, she was like, okay, well, I'm going to give it to that uh, lauder boy in New York right. and let him have it, but right. on the condition that it's always displayed. And I was thinking, you know, on the condition that we have a picture of that guy. Yeah, could have had it. <laughs> we have a picture of that guy hanging next to it. Yeah. You know, this is the asshole right. who yeah. almost wouldn't let right. the – I wish, <laughs> you, you know, know whatever. she's not the character, but you want her to be so happy that she's got it and rub it in his face a bit because he's been such an obstructionist. You know, right. short of going on TV and saying the Austrians could have had this if it weren't for this guy. Right. You know, because now he can't go – you know, that would have had some aspect of it, but – uh, yeah, we bagged on it a bunch, and it's still really entertaining to go see. And you know, I would put it below Philomena, but maybe above Monuments Men as far as an art rescuing restitution right, film. Right. Like it's got some kind of historical it. thing. It was it was cool to see. Uh, you know, we didn't talk about much of the other cast, but Daniel Bruhl, you know, was the the um, yeah, Austrian he was, guy. He was, he was oddly sort of just. He was very minimalized. Right. But I love that guy, and and he was. Um, when he was in Rush opposite Hemsworth a few years ago, yeah. I, I thought his performance was one of the best I'd seen in a long time, and I wanted to see him do more work. So it's just cool to see him pop up again. Right. Um, it would have yeah, been would, it would have been nice if he was in a little more. I think actually. so. He was pretty minimalized. It would have been it would have been really cool if he he passes the baton to kind of other people. And I think what it did was it followed the real story more than I think cinematically it should have. It shouldn't have maybe it shouldn't have been right. someone else. It should have maybe been him leading them because there would have been more dialogue and more interesting right. character. But 
but whatever. And I mean, it, it was kind of weird too because his character, uh, and we got to go because yeah. we're running out of time. But it was kind of weird that his character, you know, we introduce him, we go, well, he's like the guy who is from Austria and owns a magazine and is going to help us out, and you just get that. You, right. you just understand. Yeah. We don't have to like show what he does or whatever. Right. You can just understand that he's helping us out, yeah. which we couldn't do with the idea yeah. that they're Nazis and we know that they're yeah. bad. Right. Of course. We're too <laughs> this we have to explain yeah. to you a lot and show it. So, so anyway. I thought that was weird. Uh, I, I would suggest somebody go see it, even if, like you said, for 20 minutes we ripped on it. Right. It's, it's I, I definitely would, too. So. It's fun. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. you know, they're both. Really good. They are really good in it. So uh, it's definitely worth watching. Okay. So we're out of time. Um, Next week, uh, hopefully, it will be Ex Machina. Right. Because I want to say it a whole bunch of times. Right. And so hopefully, we'll get to do it. It it should be here. And other than that, I'm not really sure. It's going to be an interesting week. I don't know what it'll be. Paul Blart will (laughs) open everywhere. But if we can can avoid that, we will. Yeah, I really want to. I could do that right now. Right. I just. And then, and then we could skip it next week. It'll we will already right, be done. Gonna... <laughs> All right, so <laughs> that that's it for uh, this week. Thanks so much for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs> that was awesome. Cabela's is coming to Northern Virginia with their spectacular new store in Gainesville. Find everything you need for hunting, fishing, camping, and shooting sports, plus much more. Join us for our grand opening celebration Thursday, March 9th at 10 a.m. Be one of the first 500 in line and receive a Cabela's gift card worth up to $500, plus a chance to win one of three Remington firearms. See store for details. Don't miss Cabela's grand opening in Gainesville, located off I-66 and Highway 29 near Virginia Gateway. Cabela's is coming to Northern Virginia with a spectacular new store in Gainesville. Find everything you need for hunting, fishing, camping, and shooting sports, plus much more. Join us for our grand opening celebration Thursday, March 9th at 10 a.m. Be one of the first 500 in line and receive a Cabela's gift card worth up to $500, plus a chance to win one of three Remington firearms. See store for details. Don't miss Cabela's grand opening in Gainesville, located off I-66 and Highway 29 near Virginia Gateway.